Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Becoming a Butterfly. Today we're going to talk about life being lean, focusing really on periods, hormones um, and DEXA. So not really kind of the body side of things, that's going to come in a, another podcast when I talk about body image and things. We're going to talk about the medical kind of like complications um, and the serious side of not having periods. So when you reach a low body fat, um, and I'm not talking about weight, I'm talking about actual body fat, um, you stop having hormones. And before I carry on, this podcast is probably going to be aimed a bit more at females because I'm talking about periods and obviously men don't have periods. Um, but when I talk about hormone and the same with hormones, it's going to be female focused hormones, but in the same way, anorexia and just generally losing body fat is not a female only thing so males if you're listening please keep listening um because you also have hormonal complications um dexa scan is still an important thing i just don't have any experience with that so hence why i won't be talking about that but please keep listening because it's informative and relatable so back to losing body fat so when you have very low body fat not weight purely fat um you your hormones will stop fun, stop functioning um maybe completely or maybe just a bit depending on your level of hormones prior to losing weight um and everything else going on in your body and i don't want this to be a scientific topic um in my episode so i'm going to try and make it like all about my experiences and kind of what i've learned from that um but i'm obviously going to talk about some scientific sort of things um, so I experienced hypothalamic functional amenorrhea, HFA for short, easier to say. Um, and I went through that for about eight years. So I started my periods in 2011, um, and 2010, sorry, October, 2010. And I only ever had two. So I had October, 2010, and then I think it was like August, 2011 or something. Um, my point being, they were never consistent. I'd never actually got into a pattern and when you're young sometimes you go straight into having your consistent periods and sometimes it takes a year or so to get into that and but at some point everybody regulates and they find some sort of cycle um and they can learn themselves obviously I don't have experience on the pill um people's might be different but that's my understanding of it so I only had two and then I started losing weight Um, because it was quite rapid and I was also doing a lot of sport so this is the important part hypothalamic functional amenorrhea is not just about losing weight it's also about um your body being under stress and that is stress mentally and physically um so from sport it was under stress and from exercising it was very much under stress and then from my general mental health side of things it was very much under stress mentally and um so yeah, in when I started losing weight in 2011, I stopped having them after that second um, period. And then I did not have periods for at least eight years. So in those eight years, if you think about it, in 2011, um, so I was 13, 14 when all these changes started going on in my body. And I'm now 23 and I've only had periods for two years. So I'm 23 years old and I've only had periods for two years. And Many people might be like, okay, cool, doesn't really mean anything to me. But I missed those primary years from being 13, 14 to 22, 23 of having 
periods and essentially being um having my full female reproductive system and in no way do i mean that women are put on this world for one purpose and one purpose only to have babies that is not the case like if you don't want a kid don't have a kid females are not just baby carriers forget all of that but my point is one of our sole purposes was to reproduce men can't do it females do it and for me to go eight years without having a period obviously at first you're like yeah I don't have to deal with the blood I don't have to deal with tampons I don't have to deal with pads I don't have to pay for all this stuff like I don't have to deal with all the hormonal changes you know this that whatever else is going on it gets to a point when you think actually shit like there's a reason I'm not having periods and not having periods means that I can't have babies and not having babies means that I can't have a family and not having a family means that I can't come fulfill something that I want to do and it kind of hit me one day I was in first year of uni and I went on holiday with some friends and my friend said to me she was studying sports science and she said have I ever thought about freezing my eggs and this is what 2016 so uh four years ago um I was 18 years old 19 and I'm thinking about freezing my eggs 19 years old I've never had a boyfriend and I'm thinking about freezing my eggs but that's how serious it was I remember calling my mum straight away and I said should I do it is it something I should think about and she didn't hesitate she was like well yeah I guess so if you've not had periods and there's no sign of you having them anytime soon that we need to think about this um so I went and saw a gynecologist um on the NHS but first I went and spoke to um a family friend who's amazing I sat down with her for an hour or so and she was just realistic she kind of told me the issues with not having periods um and about she's the first person who talked about hypothalamic functional amenorrhea she sort of told me that the complications and things and what was happening in my body um and she just said she was like it's not just about gaining weight because she said I, at this point I tried so hard to be healthy you know first year of university I was eating a lot um, I was working out but training like well I had coaches and physios and stuff looking after me back home so she was very good and that she knew I had a good support system around me and I was trying very hard in myself um so she just said you know tread carefully on who you go and see and what advice you take in things um but it is essentially being it's not just about being at a certain body weight um or fat it's about all these different things controlling all these different aspects so she kind of opened my eyes to knowing it's not just black and white you know it's not just about gaining weight and you'll get your periods back she said it can be a long process so that was positive in the way that I knew it wasn't only focused on my weight and my body fat but it was negative in a it was positive sorry no it was negative in a way that I was like there might be more complications so this is when I went to see someone on the NHS and I had um what those things called when when like a woman's pregnant a ultrasound on my uterus um and that showed signs of possible PCOS which is polycystic ovary syndrome um and you get like that comes up as like little balls on one of your ovaries so my left right ovary was fine my left was slightly PCOS um well it looked like how they'd identify it and she did say that she couldn't say anything right now because of everything else I've got going on I should probably go and get that checked again but she said this can be an issue and that means you can't have babies again so that kind of to me strengthened the fact that it's not just about your hormones um, and it's not just about being a certain body fat or body weight it's also other things that could be going on and then I went to see another NHS doctor and she essentially was 
she was lovely. She meant well, but I, she was very much one size fits all. And she gave me estrogen patches because she told me it was purely because I didn't have enough estrogen in my body. And estrogen can be linked to weight gain. And I say can, not is, because it's not the same for everyone, you know, people deal differently with it. But I was on these estrogen patches for about a month and I'd always said, I even told her, I said from the start I didn't want to do it. But, you know, I just thought, fuck it, I'll try it. I'm at wit's end, like I don't know what else to do. So I tried them for a month and I was very uncomfortable. I didn't like how putting them on, you know, how it kind of felt, um, how I felt. I felt like that's when I started growing boobs for the first time in years. I just didn't really like it. It felt unnatural to me. And that's one of the reasons I'm never going to go on the pill and I'm never going to take contraceptive, um, apart from condoms, um, because it's just not kind of like the natural, it's not letting my body naturally heal and it's not letting my body do what it naturally does. And yes, these are natural hormones going into your body, but it's just not something I'm very comfortable with for the amount that I've kind of put my body through already it doesn't need to go through any other complications so then I went to a specialist in London and this man was amazing he basically told me I was doing everything I possibly could in my own control and he said everything else will work out and he sort of said he did some tests um and he said go and have a good day around London shopping with your mum go and get yourself something to reward yourself and remind you of this trip go home carry on doing what you're doing and if your periods don't come back and you start suffering with other complications, come back and we'll talk it through. And he was like, I'll always kind of help you through this. Um, You don't need to do anything you don't want to do. I'll never make you do that. And he sort of gave me some other ideas of things I could do that were slightly more natural um, if periods didn't come back. And he was just a bit reassuring, you know. I'd never heard someone kind of say, like, "You're you're doing enough. You're doing okay for your recovery. I'd worked so hard for a few years to act. Like, yes, the first few years of my recovery, I didn't work that hard, but I had worked hard before this and I I never thought I'd say it, but I wanted my periods back. Um, and I recently read a book called Periods by Emma Barnett and you just realise how powerful periods are. And the fact that people can't actually say the word period without like feeling squeamish actually annoys me because, yes, people can react, think of them as like some sort of red demon and some devil and you know, Mother Nature's killing me off this month um, or for these two weeks. Yes, I'm not putting down people's battles with it um, at all because I know people go through some very difficult times and I'm lucky to not go through all of those, but they are a necessary evil. Um, They are beautiful. Like, they are what brings children, they are what brings life into this world. Um, And I have had my struggles before. I actually ended up in hospital at the end of 2019, so... Christmas just gone because I was having really bad period pains and I've never had period pains before so I thought it could be like appendicitis or something um the doctor said it was all fine gave me some sort of tablets um and that was scary and that was only like a little glimpse into what some people go through I know some friends who have it really bad so I'm not to say you know we should all glorify periods because they're some sort of amazing thing because I know they're hard but they are something positive for us all to go through so not having them for eight years was very difficult um and I'm not gonna say like I I'm sad I didn't have them because obviously it was great to go through all of that and never worry about them but it was difficult in my mind you know to think what's actually going on physically within my body that I can't control um essentially having hypothalamic functional amenorrhea I'm gonna call it HFA for the rest of this because 
nobody wants to hear me keep saying it um it's basically an ovulation so you can't ovulate and it comes from the stress the exercise too little food all of these different things it can be just one or it can be all of them in my case it was all of them um but actually diagnosing that you have this is a process of elimination you can't um there's no organic causes it's not anatomic um but it's usually last on the list of other factors um and it also takes multidisciplinary approach you know medicine diet mental health support all these different things to go around it and I never really had that and I went to see this man in London he kind of assured me that not everyone needs that you know sometimes just carry on doing what you're doing and they'll come back and luckily for me they did but for other people they don't but I'm kind of doing this podcast because I want people to realize you know if something's going wrong for you then go to someone, go and find someone and go and find the right person. So I obviously saw my family friend who was amazing, lovely. Then I saw two NHS doctors and then I saw this specialist. And I'd say if I just saw my family friend and the specialist, that would have been perfect for me. And the NHS doctors weren't, they didn't kind of, they were amazing, but they didn't do great for me personally, but they could help someone else. So if you're kind of going through this, this issue with not having your periods or struggling with heavy periods or weak periods, whatever the sort of issue is, go and see someone, you know, talk it through, figure it out. Because the hormones going on, um, all of these things kind of happen as you grow up and you might have too little of some sort of hormone or too much. And I've kind of written down all the hormones in the process, um, but I'm not going to go through that. It's essentially having amenorrhea is you don't ovulate you don't produce um estrogen and your eggs can't grow and your periods can't be the lining to hold these eggs and amenorrhea comes in different forms so mine was just hfa but someone else listening might have some sort of other reason why they don't have periods um and i encourage you to act upon it um i remember going to the doctors my gp before i went to see the nhs doctor um and she sort of said to me, you know, she said, you might have PCOS, you've got amenorrhea, you might have to freeze your eggs, you might not have kids, all of these different things, all in one. And I just cried. I actually reversed into a wall because I was crying so much. I couldn't concentrate on my driving. <laughs> um, but it was overwhelming. And I know it's overwhelming for many people. Um, so I definitely encourage you to go and seek help um, with it. And your cycle affects everything, you know. Um I since I started my periods I've got an app called flow and I put everything on there I put my symptoms during my periods my cycle um like all these different things and it kind of tells you when you're close to ovulating high chance and low chance of being pregnant so it can help with people who are trying to have a baby um you can identify why you might be feeling a certain way if you look at symptoms on certain days or you look at what time during your cycle it is um you can keep a diary on the app or your own diary i've also written out um the different stages of having of my cycle so that i know you know one week i might be feeling a certain way another week i might be feeling this way um i follow some people on instagram who talk a lot about um females uh during their workouts and stuff because it does affect your exercise it affects every part of you and again that comes back to the hormones and everything going on inside your body and I kind of just want people to realise like how powerful their bodies actually are. And like I said, I know this is very female focused because I'm talking mainly about periods and female hormones. But the same goes for men, you know. 
our bodies are so strong and they are capable of doing so much and even when you're just lying on the sofa watching netflix eating food or not eating food sleeping whatever your body's actually doing so much and it's so strong and you only get one body you know so look after it and if you do go through issues like this go and see someone and go and sort it out and my experience of um kind of being so lean and having all these issues i obviously have said talking about freezing my eggs i've had pregnancy tests because doctors said that you know there's no way i could um have eight years and no it wasn't eight years at the time but like so many years and kind of not be pregnant they looked at things with that i had my eastern patch which i've talked about an ultrasound i've talked about I had a ct scan again on my ovaries um and something else to briefly mention is dexa scan so i had a dexa scan um because your bones um obviously struggle when they're not getting enough nutrients and minerals and again this comes from the anorexic side you know i wasn't feeding myself enough and I did it through my prime years of kind of strengthening my skeletal system um, and everything else in my body. So I went and had a DEXA scan and my score was minus 1.5 and a healthy score is zero. I think it's minus five to plus five actually and sort of range, but zero is like ideal. So this was classed as early onset osteoporosis or um, osteopenia. And that was after I got those results that's when I went to see the doctor and reversed into a wall because all these different things were going on she was saying like you're susceptible to stress fractures you're susceptible to this that PCOS everything else going on and I was like oh my gosh I'm young I've done all this to myself this is terrifying and I do struggle now um I do have kind of weak joints um especially my hands and my feet um they crack and cr- crumble a lot and they get very swollen but it's not something I can't deal with. And I'm lucky that I kind of acted upon all of this, you know, and I, in although I liked not having periods um, and not having to deal with all of that, what came with it, I also kind of spoke to my mum because I realised like how serious it could get. And during those times, it was a hard few years, you know, going to all these appointments and figuring all this stuff out and thinking like, crikey, what actual damage have I done inside my body? Because you can't see that. You can only see on the outside, you know, people can see you've lost weight or you're upset. Um, they can only see what they like is obviously visible to the naked eye, but they can't see what's going on inside. And going to all these medical appointments kind of helped me realise how much my um anorexia and other eating disorders had affected my body so it was a very tough few years but it was also very educational and it kind of made me appreciate myself a lot more um my body mainly because i'd put myself body my put my body sorry through years of trauma and it was going through all of this painful stuff but now i'm 23 living in australia by myself i've had periods for two years i've not been to the doctors about any issues um my ibs and all those sort of struggles have calmed down and i feel very lucky that my body has naturally been able to reverse itself in that way and i do believe that if you act in the right time you can also do the same but i also know some people who have gone on into their late 20s or 30s or even 40s and they just haven't they haven't kind of figured out what's going on and they haven't gone to the doctors and stuff and got help. So it's only got worse. And sometimes things do get, aren't able to get reversed. And that's not to say that I'm at peak health and I'm thriving in life. You know, I don't really know because I've not been back to the doctors in a long time, but my latest blood test showed, you know, all my 
levels of hormones and minerals and vitamins and everything were as health, the healthiest they've ever been. I don't struggle day to day, you know, in one day I can do spinning, swimming, gymming and walking, you know, my body is physically able, I'm, I can eat anything and everything I want, you know, I do feel like personally I am thriving and I'm not saying that to show off, I'm saying that to show how far I've come, you know, eight years of not having my periods, eight years of going through, do I have PCOS, are my bones going to break, can I do that, can I do this, are my hormones ever going to return to a normal cycle and right now, yeah, touch wood, everything is going okay. And one of these things taught me, you know, I'd rather have all of these natural processes. So I'd rather have my hormones um, functioning normally. I'd I'd rather have my periods. I'd rather not have PCOS. Um, I'd rather not have a DEXA scan score of minus 1.5. I'd rather not have any of that and also not have the kind of lean body that comes with it and the um, mental health struggles and stresses that come with it because it's just not worth it you know I saw a quote the other day that said um having abs is not a sign of health it's a sign that you just don't eat enough um and enjoy life or something and I just laugh because I'm not saying like if you have abs great good for you like whether they're just a natural body physique or not like good for you cool but for me I was focusing so much on having abs that I let all these medical issues kind of go under the way and then when I really put my foot down and spoke to my mum about it I was like you know what now's the time to put my actual mental and physical health above my appearance and it was a big thing for me to say um but I'm very glad I did it and um yeah I hope that some like you can relate to this or take something from it and kind of realize how serious it is when you go through times of not having enough um not being mentally or physically well enough um I hope you can kind of realize how serious it can get and if you don't kind of put your foot down in time it can get worse and things may not be able to be reversed um so be proactive don't be reactive be proactive and if you enjoyed this podcast please go to apple pods um or google and rate becoming a butterfly so that more people can hear it and maybe take something from it And I hope you enjoyed what we talked about today, what I talked about today. Um, Thank you very much for listening. Have a good day.